0: Welcome back to the Grim and Glamorous podcast, and we are your hosts, G
1: And this is Drea.
0: And for today's episode, we're going to be talking about UFOs and aliens, and also the space race, the new space race, uh, SpaceX, Elon Musk. So we're just going to talk about um, the future and what that looks like. Remember, uh, we used to watch Conan a lot, like the original Conan? Yes, and in he the would year do, 2000? Yes. yes. In the year 2000. <laughs> that was so funny. It
1: was funny. I, I was really thinking about that the other day. This is weird.
0: Yeah, I loved that um, that segment. I-, I love Conan. I mean, like we've seen him a few times. Conan right?
1: O'Brien, if you're listening, please be on our podcast.
0: Oh, yeah, that would be a game changer That'd be for like sure. That would be like
1: a dream come true.
0: Yeah, he's in L.A., right?
1: Yes, he is in L.A.
0: Yeah. I um, heard
1: they cut his show to like half hour.
0: Oh, oh, well, I mean, at least he's still on. Yeah. He's, he's been through a lot the past couple of years. I know. Yeah. Poor
1: Conan. Poor Coco.
0: <laughs> we went to the first uh, Tonight Show. Um,
1: when he was on, um, yeah, when he was the first, when they changed it from Jay Leno to To Conan, to him. Yeah, yeah. We went to the very first one.
0: We went to that that first uh, taping uh, for the Tonight Show with Conan O'Brien. Yeah. Uh, the, the guest was Will Ferrell. And the musical guest was Pearl, was, yeah, Pearl was Pearl Jam. Yeah, Pearl Jam. I remember. But yeah, that was a good segment. And what was funny about that was that they would do it even after the year 2000 had passed. Yeah. So like it was like 2004. And he's like, we're still going to do this in, in the year 2000. And they make these funny predictions. Um, so we're going to make some predictions of our own today and talk about what we see in 2020 maybe. It's almost there. We're getting there.
1: Isn't it sad, though, that, like, you look outside and there's no flying cars?
0: Yeah, like, I, I think even, like, um, like kids in the 50s and the 40s were mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, in the future there's going to be flying cars, like, yeah. in uh, the year 2000, maybe, yeah. for them. <laughs> They're, like, fifty. I know. 50 years from now, and here we are.
1: They probably imagined, like, oh, wow, then in the 1990s we're going to have some like epic technology and all this stuff and what did we end up with
0: we do have some pretty (laughs) cool stuff though now
1: (laughs) that's true i mean like what a time to be alive where you have like an iphone or like you know a bluetooth like i know like people take stuff like that for granted like bluetooth you know like that's pretty cool to me i don't know
0: Yeah, no, definitely. Um, You know, it's funny, like, a couple weeks ago, you know, getting the equipment together um, for, like, my computer. And, like, it's been a long time since I've really, like, upgraded a lot of stuff. And, um, yeah, I'm really impressed with just, like, what's available now from, like, televisions and, like, smart TVs.
1: I'm just shocked at the prices of TVs. They're so cheap.
0: Yeah, you can get a pretty decent TV. Like, maybe not... Like the highest resolution possible, but like a pretty no, good like a TV pretty, for a good price. Yeah,
1: like a decent television. I was like, why? Are, I mean, we were at Best Buy, and I was like, why are they giving them away? They're so inexpensive.
0: Yeah, it's it's really pretty remarkable what's um what's been available over the past couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, but we wanted to talk about UFOs and aliens, and I think an important distinction to make here is that. You know, when pe- when people say UFOs, I think a lot of people automatically think aliens. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, but, you know, the term UFO or the acronym UFO stands for unidentified flying object. I think it's a little bit of a cop out, but it's also sort of, you know, just descriptive. Like you're seeing something, but you don't know what it is. You know what it is, yeah. Um, so it could be anything. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think that's one thing that comes up a lot with um, with skeptics when you often hear like weather balloon... Or, um, you know, a blimp, a plane, a military, um, vehicle or something. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that's sort of, um, you know, my take on it as well. Like, I think that's an important distinction to make is that, you know, the fact that you could be seeing something and I think people do see things all the time and just don't know what they are. I think I know one person who's seen something and was like, yeah, I couldn't explain it. It moved very fast. Um... It didn't move like a plane. That's weird. Yeah, but I haven't seen anything. I think, you know, a few times I've seen, like, weird lights or uh, something that I just really can't make out what it is. Um, but I, there, I've i never seen anything where I'm like, oh, yeah, that's totally an alien. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I have an open mind about it. I don't discount that possibility. Mm-hmm. Um, how about for yourself? Do you Are, are you a, a skeptic or...
1: I think maybe, like, one time I saw something that, okay, you know how, like, a plane will have, like, a certain number of, like, depending on the size of the plane, like, it'll have, okay, for example, like, on each wing, it'll probably have, like, two, at least, like, two lights or something like that. I think I saw something with, like, maybe, like, six. There's, like, six on one side, six on the other. And I was, like, wait, that's not that's not like an airplane because that's, that's too many lights. Like there was just too many for like what it should be. And I was looking at it and I was like, I don't know what that is. So, I mean, it disappeared. Obviously it was in the sky for a very like short period of time. But, um, yeah, like, I don't know what that
0: was. You know, Southern California does have a lot of military bases. Mm-hmm. So we have um, an Air Force base northeast of here. And then to the south, we have in San Diego. Oh, right, right, right. There's a, a Marine Corps base there. Mm-hmm. I think that's an important thing to kind of take into consideration as well. The military has vehicles or planes mm-hmm. um, that are either experimental or um, you know traditional military vehicles that don't look like ordinary planes. Mm-hmm. but um you know if they're flying them, if they're testing them, and people see that, they're gonna they can look up and say, hey, that's not normal or that's not something I regularly see. Uh, I was listening to a radio show. um you guys may be familiar with it, um, but it's called Coast to Coast with George Norrie. and they talk about all sorts of like you know paranormal, scary stories, ghosts. Um, and I was kind of just like tuning in one day. And they were interviewing somebody from Southern California who's part of this group called MUFON. So it's short for um, Mutual UFO Net- Network. And, you know, I kind of just wrote them off, and then they were talking about like, the, the fact that their headquarters were here in Southern California mm-hmm. uh, in Newport Beach. And I was like, whoa, like, that's so crazy because that's not too far away from here. So I kind of looked them up. When I was looking on their website there's this really interesting thing that they have. So I call it like the Google Maps of UFOs because it's this really cool feature. So on their website, you can type in your address, your city, your state, and it'll pull up a map. And it's a global map. And it'll show reported incidents of UFO sightings in that area. Mm -hmm. And I thought, Okay, that's cool, but there's probably going to be, like, one or two things, maybe, mm-hmm. in the county. Right. Um, and when we checked it out, there were actually, like, probably maybe 50, maybe probably more, um, like, in our neighborhood and in our area. And I was really surprised. You can look up online and see, like, okay, down the street, a couple blocks away, maybe in your neighborhood, that there, people have seen um, UFOs. Mm-hmm. Um, So we thought that was a pretty cool thing that we came across, right?
1: Yeah, it was really neat because, like, some of them were, like, literally down the street from us. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty interesting. Um, It's pretty interesting to see, like, how many people, like, in our neighborhood have actually seen something. I don't remember if we checked, like, other places, like, you know, like, famous, like, things around, like, famous places, like Disneyland or, like, I don't know, um... I'm trying to think of another one. Like, yeah, a like a Farm or something. Something where there's like like a big group of people, you know, or maybe um, like Hollywood, maybe like near the Hollywood sign or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was pretty neat. Like some of them had video, I think.
0: Yeah. A few of them did have um, some video clips. Some of them had photos. There are probably more photos than video clips. More than half just had like a general description probably like a paragraph or, or two about what they saw, mm-hmm. sort of describing the location and um, and what it looked like. When we were looking at the map, we noticed that there's sort of descriptions and categories of things that are right. in the sky. And so there's like a traditional like saucer shape. But then there's also like um, like a triangle shape mm-hmm. that people have described seeing. Um, and I think that fits a lot of like military vehicles, say, like, 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 like like bomber planes. Yeah, they're kind of shaped are... like that, like stealth mm-hmm. bombers. So you know, I think that's totally a possibility, and probably like very likely. You know. Um, yeah, that's true. Them testing out some new stuff because I mean, you know, the military gets new stuff every year, mm-hmm. pretty much. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's so interesting that they just like the amount of of sightings that people have seen around here in particular. But, um, yeah, I mean, we definitely recommend that if you've never checked it out, definitely give it a look. Um, yeah, we call it like the Google Maps mm-hmm. of UFOs yeah. because it's um, it's literally like a map. You can zoom in, you can zoom out of um, the local landscape. You know, you can type in your address, you can type in your city, and you can see different reports. And even if you're a skeptic, um, you know, give it a look because there are... Um, like there was one that we saw that we're like okay this is totally not real because <laughs> there was one where um, somebody's like I was on a cruise ship and uh, I saw this like l- like orb of light and they and they posted a picture and the picture's from inside the ship but like the in the reflection of the glass of the window glass yeah. is like the light from mm-hmm. the, the ceiling and we're like clearly like that's what it what yeah, that, was. that was not an alien. Um, but they were convinced they were like it wasn't moving and or, it was moving strangely <laughs> and it was gone and i'm like yeah i i don't think that's what, no, that, that's, what that's it I <laughs> <laughs> and i was i was like oh like cuz it had a picture and i'm like oh like let's check it out I'm, let's see what mm-hmm. it looks like and we're like immediately like dismissed it but like, you know yeah. who knows yeah yeah like do, do you think it's um there's one that i hear that i think just as an argument is pretty convincing people will say well considering how vast the universe is um you know and we've really only explored you know our solar system Mm -hmm. we've sent some satellites into deep space but we really haven't seen everything Mm -hmm. and you know the universe is infinite um so it's probably likely that there's something out there maybe Mm -hmm. not like um intelligent life like us but um you know probably some bacteria or microbes or maybe even something more Mm -hmm. complex you know out there deep into space i think that's totally a sound argument and something i can get behind Mm -hmm. um i mean especially when they talk about like microbes or something yeah like um like neil deGrasse tyson who i love Mm -hmm. you know he's uh he's you know a scientist astrophysicist Um. I consider him somewhat of a skeptic, but he's, like, he's not all about, like, aliens, and he's, like, oh, they're out there. He's, like, oh, like, the bacteria, and, like, Uh he's, like, that's what excites him, and I'm, like, okay, like, I see where you're coming from. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I think that make that's a very good argument to make, and that's one that I kind of, I can get behind. Uh Um, How about for yourself? Like, do you think that's pretty convincing, like, the idea that, you know, it's so vast And, like, there's so much we haven't seen. Like, there's other galaxies that are light years away. Um, What do you think about that?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that, like, because space is, like, so big. And, like, we're never, ever, ever going to explore all of it. We're only going to be able to explore, like, you know, stuff that's close to us. Um, I think that, like, people, like, finding things like that. I think you said, like, bacteria. And I think there's also, like, what, water? Isn't there water? Like, they found, like, like water on the moon or something like that? Or, like, on, like, another planet? I'm not sure.
0: Yeah, I think it was um, the moon recently they found, like, evidence of, like, ice. Um, Mars also yeah um, had some water at one point.
1: Yeah, like, I think that, like, finding that stuff, like, I mean, definitely... Um, Maybe, like, one day they'll be able to, like, hold, like, you know, human life. Or maybe, like, there's just, like, another life out there. I mean, I don't know. Like I I said, I'm a skeptic. But maybe that there's, like, another life out there that we don't know about that can survive off of these things. That, you know, are not like us. But, you know, something that would be able to survive out there. Mm -hmm. like in those kinds of conditions like you know obviously without air without like actual food um you know there might be yeah there might be
0: i think that's a good point because um you know when you talk to scientists and um you know astronomers a lot of them you know one of their big things is that why it's so hard to find um and to look for you know life in space is that um you know if it looks like us um and, and you need oxygen to breathe mm-hmm. um very few uh planets have those conditions like like air and water and mm-hmm. um you know temperatures that aren't too extreme like that narrows it down so much um like i don't i think there's like one or two possibilities like in our solar system like i think one of saturn's moons is like kind of similar to us but like not entirely mm-hmm. um and then like other than that it's like the weather like the, the heat would be too much if like as you get closer to the sun yeah. it's too cold when you go further back um so it's like those conditions if if you're looking for something that's like humans it's like very very like remote possibilities yeah um but at the same time when when they do discover like deep in space things or planets that look really similar to earth like um i think it was a couple years ago they found a planet or there's like a solar system that had two suns and there's like a planet that's very similar to earth Mm mm-hmm and they they, everybody was like oh wow like this is probably a good place to look you know unfortunately it's like so far away that
1: that we just never get there (laughs) yeah Yeah.
0: but um you know the just the fact that that's possible and that they found something that's kind of similar to to us here Mm -hmm. um you know i would say you never know
1: yeah
0: um But, yeah, I think it's so interesting that this, like, talk of, like, space and going to the moon and going to Mars is sort of picking up in recent years. Um, You know, we have SpaceX here in Southern California. Mm -hmm. Um, Elon Musk is working hard to change the world. Uh, First with Tesla and his electric car. I mean,
1: Tesla's already, like, a spaceship
0: it looks like a spaceship, yeah. Like,
1: I think that's, like, the <laughs> coolest car. Like, I want one so bad. Elon, if you're listening and you want to sponsor us.
0: Yeah, that would be so cool. I need a Sponsored Tesla. by Tesla. You know, they have those charging ports everywhere now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. When you go to the mall, there's, like, four of the them. Specifically at the mall
1: near us, there's yeah. a whole row of, like, Tesla chargers that, like, you can just go and plug in your your Tesla.
0: yeah that's so neat. Um, so yeah, that's sort of like an exciting kind of, um, development recently. Um, and we'll see what happens with that. Supposedly Tesla is getting, or not Tesla, uh, SpaceX and Elon Musk, they're planning to send someone to the moon pretty soon. Um, and I think by 2020, they're going to send some, somebody into orbit. um, there was a Japanese billionaire who they announced recently is going to be one of the first people that's going to go up into space um, but uh, with a private company leading that. So I think that's kind of cool. I mean, I think um, we'll see if they actually make that deadline of 2020. Um, you know, my feeling is it's probably going to be maybe 21, 22, but um, it may take a few years for them to actually really get it right. But um, actually this past weekend, they launched a rocket and landed it in the same place, and everybody was going crazy about that because that had never been done before. Yeah. Um, so I mean, they're they're making um, they're making progress really quickly, which okay. is really exciting. Um, but they're not the only one doing that. I know um, uh, Virgin Galactic or uh, you know Virgin Atlantic, uh, headed by Richard Branson. They're kind of one of the rivals in that. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're working to try to get people up there as well. I know a ton of celebrities have already like put deposits down mm-hmm. to go into space. Um, so there's like a, a big list. I think they had to put down like several million dollars to to save a seat. I think it was like Justin Timberlake, Justin Bieber, um, a couple other other people have, um, have put their names down.
1: Can you imagine that flight though? like with Justin Timberlake, Justin Bieber, like all these celebrities. I mean, are they all going to go together? Is that the plan?
0: Uh, I'm not sure. I I think they're tr- they're going to try to send multiple people at once. I'm not sure if all those celebrities are going together. Mm-hmm. But um like the Japanese billionaire mm-hmm. for SpaceX, he put a deposit down for himself and like five other people. Um, who are, like, less famous and less wealthy. But he's yeah. like, I want these people to go with me. Uh-huh. So he paid for them. Uh-huh. Um, but, yeah, that'll be interesting to see if like it's, like, a crew of celebrities. I feel like you... I don't know about... Like, if I had the opportunity to do that, uh-huh. would I want celebrities on... I yeah. think that would be cool, but I think if something goes wrong, I'd rather have somebody like
1: somebody smart, Bill or Nye the like... Science
0: Guy, or um, Neil deGrasse <laughs> Tyson, like because I feel like if you're in a jam, they can really help you out, and like they could probably figure it out how to fix it. But what's what's Justin Bieber gonna do? He's just gonna sing.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I mean at least the ride up would be interesting, or like I mean he could play guitar like with you know JT. And your write up would be interesting. Yeah. I don't know. That <laughs> that to me is like I don't know. Because would... I hate flying, first of all. Second of all, if your flight's boring, like, what are you gonna do for, you know, the hours that you're in the air? If you're going to space, it's gonna be so long. You're gonna need some sort of entertainment.
0: I don't know. I think just The fact that you're going up out of the Earth's (laughs) orbit, I mean, I think that's pretty cool, and I think also think that that's kind of scary, also like
1: I would never do this. But you would just be
0: like chilling, reading a book, being like, I need something to, I need something to pass the time. Well, first of all, like,
1: are you gonna? Is there gonna be seats? Like, I mean, you have to think about this whole thing, this whole flight. So, like, you're on Richard Branson's Virgin Galactic flight, sitting in between Justin Timberlake and the Japanese billionaire man like okay and say like Bill yeah. Nye the sky and sky say Bill Nye was in that flight too like yeah. so you're surrounded by these people
0: so I'm in the middle seat because you're obviously the, the uh the billionaire would pay for the window for, for the window seat though he would probably want the window seat you'd
1: probably be up front with the pilots or with the astronauts because they're clearly they're astronauts
0: I, I don't know like, I, are there astronauts going on these I'm not sure
1: you would have to be. You'd have to be an astronaut. You'd have to drive like, this. So
0: there's a pilot. Yeah. Like a trained pilot, flying.
1: Like assuming that like this is in the like... cockpit,
0: and then yeah, because I don't, I don't, I don't think they would is have Is like a
1: rocket, or is it gonna be like a sh- like a like an airplane, like
0: a shuttle, space shuttle. It's
1: gonna be like a space shuttle. Okay, so.
0: There's probably um. I mean, like in a on a commercial flight, the pilots mm-hmm. are up there by themselves. Right. Like, you can't sit up there. Right. Yeah. Um, I think it would probably be similar to that because they don't want people messing up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I think that that would be kind of cool if it's kind of like a um, like a plane, mm-hmm. and you can just kind of look outside. Hopefully, there's like a little bit better view on the sides, maybe to kind of see everything. Because mm-hmm. um, you
1: wouldn't want those little tiny airplane.
0: Yeah, because you can't really see those.
1: <laughs> you can't enjoy space from a tiny window.
0: Yeah, you need like a full, like a glass panel. Like a
1: glass side on each side. You
0: know, like a Tesla has that glass mm-hmm. thing in we'll the We'll see, the that's how attic, SpaceX like... is going to be, okay. probably.
1: It's probably going to be just one big Tesla in the sky. Which I think they already did. I think yeah. they sent a Tesla. They sent a
0: Tesla into space.
1: That's pretty neat. Yeah. Like, that's, that's cool. With like, what, a mannequin? What was it? Like is there like a mannequin sitting
0: in it driving it I, i'm not sure it's on, a, it's autopilot. on autopilot yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah um it's funny because i think um you know elon musk has had a lot of controversy mm-hmm. just over the past like the summer the past couple weeks but he's been controversial ever s- since day one fr- since tesla's day one mm-hmm. since um since spacex started um but i think he's doing some cool stuff and i think um I think he intentionally pushes the envelope a little bit. Um, you know, he's kind of like the eccentric billionaire. But um, I, I mean, I could think of I can think of a handful of much worse billionaires, not to name <laughs> names or anything. But um, of the of the famous rich people that are out there, he's probably yeah. one of my favorites because at least he's trying to trying to do something. He's pushing the envelope, but he's trying to progress. You know society, the world. Um, you know he's got the electric car. He's got you know um, commercial space flights. Um, he's building a tunnel on the east coast, and eventually they want to have a tunnel. Well, first there's a tunnel to make um, transit easier on mm-hmm. the east coast, and then eventually they're gonna come. They're gonna have that connect to Los Angeles. A so there's to there's gonna problem. be like a like I think it's called a hyperloop so it's like um like super fast transportation between the coasts um and he's he's securing oh. private funding for that
1: I'm down for that
0: yeah so he's doing a lot of cool stuff and I think he's doing more than other people that I see that kind of have similar opportunities mm-hmm. um you know um but yeah I think he's doing he's doing some interesting things and It'll be fascinating to see how that turns out Mm -hmm. because I think, um, you know, one of the downsides to being an eccentric billionaire is that, um, you know, you can be your own worst enemy. You know, if you say the wrong things, um, if you're too crazy, then you can kind of undermine your own work and your own success. Um, but he's getting some publicity out of it. Um, so we'll see how much of it is self-created and how much of it is, um, just a product of mm-hmm. him being him. But, um, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if by 2020, 2021, we start seeing that. Because I feel like that'll be a huge story. Like, the oh, first yeah. one that goes up.
1: It'll just be everywhere. Everybody's going to know about it, so.
0: Yeah. You know, they're hiring on... Uh, I saw. You saw that? Yeah,
1: I did. <laughs> we were looking at uh, job postings
0: <laughs> on, um, on Indeed and... So, Indeed is not a sponsor, but um, what they do is they have, like, job postings. You can look at who's hiring. You can post your resume. And uh, we were looking the other day, and we saw SpaceX was hiring. They're in Hawthorne, California. Yeah. And, um, which is not too far from here. And I'm, like, looking at the job descriptions, and some of those are, like, rocket scientists. And I'm, like, I don't meet that criteria. Like,
1: none of these things, like, I mean, the first one... They need a security officer, so maybe okay. that's something that you know one of us can do.
0: Am I qualified for that? I'm probably not. I don't have any experience doing that. <laughs> I feel like that would be a tough job though, too. Like no. if you think about it, like people oh, trying oh, to like wait. sneak into like
1: you just need Tesla a, and you SpaceX. Just need, oh wait, no.
0: That's like okay. guarding a. That's like guarding an airport or something, right? Like.
1: I mean, yeah, I mean, okay, it says that you need a high school diploma and four years of military policing or law enforcement.
2: Okay, yeah, I don't have that.
1: But that's, like, they prefer somebody with a bachelor's degree and somebody who is, like, an EMT and, like, has, um, oh, they want you to work for six months on this security team for SpaceX okay so it's kind of like a a
0: project basis like you're there for a little while yeah
1: and and then you're a security guard like
0: but they've got some other cool jobs though too right like it's um like astrophysicist and like engineer and um like a rocket fueling technician so if you have any of those skills definitely apply because you never know
1: apply I mean they also need like you know they need a barista They do? They need a barista. Wow. I wonder how much Elon would pay me to be... Can you imagine, like, I'm the barista on SpaceX?
0: Yeah. Like, just a barista They would probably need one for that, right? Like, if it's like a... If you can walk around and, like, hang out there, they would probably want, like, a bartender, a cook.
1: They do need a cook. They need, like, you know, basic stuff. Cook, a dishwasher, a dining room attendant...
0: But this is for, like, for their facility, like, not on the plane, but... Or on the spaceship. Oh,
1: no, I would want to be the one on the plane. Even though I hate flying and I would never want to go in the space, like, if they chose me to be on the plane, I would do it.
0: Why not? I mean, that's, like, a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Just
1: don't... Don't actually call me for it. <laughs> <laughs> call me for the Tesla. Just don't call me for the actual job because I won't do it.
0: Okay, so we know that... Um, Justin Timberlake, Justin Bieber, some other celebrities have like put their deposits down mm-hmm. to go to the moon and space. Mars probably, maybe. Who would be like your dream team of like your your dream team of celebrities or people to be on that flight with you?
1: <laughs> oh my god. Let me think.
0: Cause I feel like you need a good mix of like um, would... like, funny, smart, somebody that can help you out in a jam. hmm Um. I think like... I
1: would want smart people on this flight, but also somebody who's, like, somebody who's going to entertain me, somebody who's going to, like, um, whatchamacallit, to calm my nerves, because, again, like, I don't like flying. Um, let's see.
0: I don't know. Well, who would you want? I think um, definitely Neil deGrasse Tyson. Because I feel like he has a good, like, um, obviously, like, his knowledge about space is going to, is, you know, he he's very knowledgeable about that subject. Mm-hmm. But he's also, like, entertaining to listen to. Like, he's smart, but it's also, like, <laughs> it's fun to listen to him. Like, he's a very good, like, like narrator and lecturer and I feel like he would make it interesting and fun. But I also think he needs some like comedic relief and I think um I would probably want some funny people up there. Um I think Conan, we were talking about Conan oh, earlier. Yeah. Conan O'Brien would probably be I would love to have him on my on my mm-hmm. space team. Um yeah, I think that would be cool. Although he's also very like oddly tall. So he may like if the seats are cramped or small <laughs> Like, if the cockpit is very small, he may not be comfortably seated there. Um, John Mulaney. I love John Mulaney. Like, he's so funny. Um, If you haven't seen his stuff, um, he used to be a writer for The Simpsons. Mm -hmm. Uh, He was a writer for On SNL. Mm -hmm. He has his own. He had his own show. He has, like, Netflix specials. He does Mm -hmm. tours all the time. He's hilarious. Mm -hmm. Um, He's also kind of, like, tall, lanky. But he's so funny. He's hilarious. He also has this really, um, his dog Petunia. It's mm-hmm. a French bulldog. And he makes fun of this dog all the time. He loves his dog, but it's just like Petunia looks so grumpy every time they show, like, <laughs> footage of her. Um, I think she'd be, uh, she would be a good addition to with with John Mulaney. Mm-hmm. But he has to bring the dog. Yeah.
1: Um, I'd really want, um,. I'd want Sarah Silverman
0: oh yeah she would be good
1: Sarah Silverman would keep me entertained just all day like she could just say funny things we can talk about how like her eyebrows are so perfect (laughs) um she'll talk she'll probably tell stories about like because she has that show like I love you America so she'd probably talk about like all those families that she like talked to and like interviewed on the way Mm -hmm. so she'd probably have some good stories
0: yeah um she she's good um she's good like observational humor mm -hmm. um and I think that would be good for that environment too because it's something new and like exciting um you know I I mean it's been done before but never like on a commercial basis right like open to the public and Mm -hmm. I think that would be great to kind of get somebody's um take on that and I think she'd be good for that plus she's just hilarious yeah she's, she's such a cool person yeah um but, yeah, that's a good choice.
1: Um, I would for sure probably. I like how we're choosing comedians. Like I know. because We have
0: three comedians and one astrophysicist.
1: <laughs> I was going to choose. That sounds like, like a solid, a solid I know, lineup. I right? yeah. yeah. And i probably like maybe. Oh, my gosh. What is her name? Who's really smart? And she went to Harvard. Natalie Portman?
0: Oh, yeah, Natalie Portman. Maybe Natalie
1: Portman because she's really smart.
0: She's a great actress. Yeah. And, um, yeah, she is really smart. Mm-hmm. Harvard grad um yeah I think she's um that's a good choice Mm -hmm. too
1: well Kona went to Harvard so he's really smart too yeah so he did like I'm sure he could figure something out something if something broke down he could figure it out I guess
0: you have to be smart to go to space right
1: yeah I mean you know
0: okay so we have Natalie Portman Uh uh-huh
1: Natalie Portman,
0: Sarah Silverman, Sarah Silverman, Conan O'Brien, Conan O'Brien, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think. Somebody that's a good like narrator. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking of like Morgan um,
1: Freeman, like Morgan Freeman would be a good narrator. Oh, for my space. gosh,
0: that would be epic, right? <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: his voice and mm-hmm. just narrating the journey. Mm-hmm. Like if you're filming footage about going to space or like. Mm-hmm. Say you're on, like, Instagram or Snapchat, and you're just, like, live streaming. (laughs) And he's... And it's Morgan Freeman. And Morgan Freeman's just
1: narrating the whole process.
0: Yeah. Oh, wow. (laughs) That would be so epic.
1: How about somebody who played in a movie about space? Or, like, in an alien movie or something like that? Just to compliment it a little bit. Like...
0: Oh, Will Smith was in Independence Day. mm -hmm. Will Smith...
1: I was thinking maybe, like, Mark Hamill, because he's obviously Luke Skywalker.
0: Star Wars, yeah.
1: Or maybe even, what's his name from, uh, he was in Star Wars 2, but, like, in the prequels. Um, Her- Liam Neeson?
0: Uh, oh, yeah.
1: Oh, duh, Harrison Ford has to go to space.
0: I would have said, you um, know, I mean, unfortunately, Carrie Fisher passed away, but mm-hmm. I think she would have been a good choice also. Yeah. Um.
1: But Harrison Ford has to go to space. And there has to be some sort of like yeah,
0: like Indiana Jones. He was in Indiana Jones. Yeah, but he uh, also
1: almost died in a plane crash.
0: Oh yeah, he like, did. He crashed. Say, a, it was here he, in L.A., right?
1: Okay, I don't know if Harrison Ford like is a, is a stunt guy, or he just always has bad luck. Where he's like, I think something happened to him on like Star Wars, where he like he like shattered his leg, and he had to be on like a little scooter. And then, like, he missed the runway at the Orange County Airport and ended up... Where did he end up? Like, in a parking lot or, like, the freeway? I don't yeah, remember he, what um, happened. Yeah,
0: he crash-landed somewhere and he he, he was hurt. I'm, I think he recovered, but it was pretty scary. And it was, like,
1: a field or something like that. Yeah, it was, like, it was a, like, in a
0: field around here.
1: Yeah. And, like, something... Like, yeah. He broke something in there, but he was fine. But, like...
0: Yeah, that's pretty scary.
1: For somebody who drives the Millennium Falcon for a living. It's just <laughs> See,
0: he's used to driving in space, not in a, a little commercial plane. I know, plane. yeah. Okay, he can come, but as long as he's not piloting.
2: Oh,
1: yeah, no, he's definitely a passenger on <laughs> yeah. this flight.
0: I'm trying to think who else might be good. Um, we were talking about Captain Marvel in our mm-hmm. last one, and I think Brie Larson, just the fact that she's... Mm-hmm training to be a space fighting superhero oh, true. yeah um and the first ever uh marvel female lead yeah. i think she should probably be on there as uh-huh. well so we have a lot of like entertainment uh-huh. comedy
1: would you want to send like a serious person up up to space like maybe like, like somebody
0: that's just like
1: like just straight face like doesn't <laughs> care about anything or for,
0: like um just like so you can understand the gravity of like what you're about to do yeah uh i don't know who would be a good choice for that i don't
1: know see that's i
0: i I can't think of anybody that fits that description but i have two more actors that should go on this thing so have you seen interstellar i haven't it's it's an epic space movie and it got some it got great reviews um some people said it was a little bit too complicated you probably need to like, you need to watch it a few times to really, like, let it sink in. Mm-hmm. But Matthew McConaughey plays um, one of the pilots, Anne Hathaway. Okay. Plays one of the pilots um, for this galactic space mission mm-hmm. to save the world. They have such a command of, like, like if things go crazy, they, they handle it pretty well in the movie. Yeah. So I think he should go on there as well, Anne Hathaway as well.
1: Yeah, she should.
0: So we have a few thespians. Uh,
1: I do have a list of like people who are actually going to space, like they paid for it already. Oh, you you have some people yeah. you have the, the
0: full list of people, I have, right?
1: It is this is from um I think this is a BuzzFeed article. It says the twelve celebrities who are actually going to space and then also has like their rating of survival.
0: Like survivability, <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. if if things if if shit hits the fan. Yeah. <laughs> how they would handle it.
1: So like obviously they have Richard Branson and they also have Leonardo DiCaprio. I forgot about him. Oh,
0: I think he did. Yeah, he made a deposit. Yeah,
1: Yeah, he made a deposit. And BuzzFeed's um, chance of survival for him is
0: 10%. Out of 100?
1: Uh, I think out of 100, yeah. Um, Katy Perry and Russell Brand are going to space. Katy has a survival rate of 75. And Russell Brand has a survival rate of 22.
0: I'm not sure I would want to be on anymore. their flight, but um
1: I'd be I'd be okay with Russell. Um he, Because he's He's, he's cool. He's, I like him, but he yeah. is out
0: there and I'm not sure I would want yeah. him on It's cuz he on I the mean, same he flight. thinks a
1: lot about things. He's very like he thinks a lot, so he has a lot to say about other things. Yeah. So like
0: No, I, I like him and I know yeah. he's he can be controversial, but um I do like him and I do like that he he digs into deep topics sometimes. Mm-hmm. He does. Um, like space and technology mm-hmm. and philosophy, uh, religion. Um,
1: yeah, I think he would be an interesting, like, person to sit next to on that flight. Yeah. Like, he would just have a lot to say, and then the flight would go quickly.
0: Yeah, but I think so. that's a little bit high for him, because he is a little bit of a wild card. and Yeah. And just, like, the volatility with, like, him and Katy Perry together. I don't yeah. know if I would really and want to be she can a sit next to Beeper.
1: Like, you know, they can, they'll have something interesting to talk about. Yeah. But his BuzzFeed rating right now is 16% survival. Um, Oh, his? Yeah. yeah, Oh, okay. I thought it was
0: higher. Oh, yeah, that's, that seems about Um, right.
1: I didn't know that Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt are going to space.
0: That could be awkward.
1: I know, right? Aren't they divorced too? Yeah. They just got divorced. But it says that their combined survival rate is 100%. Okay. But I don't... All right, great. 50-50.
2: Mm-hmm. So, like,
0: if they both went up, one would come back. (laughs) I feel like that has nothing to do with space, but just, like, their relationship.
1: Which one do you think would come back? Angelina? Yeah. (laughs) Brad Pitt would just... Yeah. Float along in...
0: I don't know, because he's, like, a humanitarian and, like...
1: Well, so is she. She's they fan both
0: fan. are, but I feel like he would just be like, "Okay, you win."
1: Like I'm just gonna go float off over here. Yeah,
0: I think he'd be totally okay with that.
1: <laughs> um, I didn't know that Ashton Kutcher is going to space.
0: Steve Jobs. Um, and also, he you know that '70s show. I feel like that's a good combo. Oh, he did play Steve
1: Jobs, huh?
0: Yeah, he was in that movie about Steve Jobs.
1: Oh yeah, I forgot about that.
0: Yeah, I feel like I uh, I think that's appropriate for him cuz he's got like that 70s vibe like the goofy but also I can see like the serious like space side mm-hmm. of him. Yeah. The tech side.
1: Um let's see what else. Tom Hanks. Um wasn't he
0: um in Apollo 13. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: So okay, he's familiar with space then. Mhm. Um but yeah, Tom Hanks, I didn't know that. Pin- Princess Beatrice. Do you know who Princess Beatrice is?
0: You know, there's so many royals now, and there's just more every year. I I don't know who that is. She
1: is, I believe, uh, don't quote me, Princess Fergie? Okay. Or ju- the Duchess of York is... Fergie. Is, uh, yeah, uh, Ferguson, Sarah Ferguson. I think that's her. So I think it's her daughter. Or one of her daughters. The ones with the crazy hats every time, like, a royal event happens. Like, you have to wear, like, a hat. They all have crazy hats. Okay, like, the most famous ones with the crazy hats. She's the ginger one.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm not too familiar. But, I mean, that's cool. A royal um, is going up.
1: Yeah. Paris Hilton is going up. And it says two celebrities who did not have to pay for their ticket, but were gifted... Stephen Hawking was supposed to go to space.
0: Oh, wow.
2: And.
0: Yeah, he would have been great to have, like, as a co-pilot or, like, somebody there. Right?
1: Like, he would know what was going on. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay, this is a weird story. Kate Winslet is supposed to go to space because Branson gifted it to her because she saved his mom from a fire in 2011 so wow. she gets a free ticket to space
0: but she, she may not use it but it's there for her if she wants to go yeah okay wow so, i didn't know that about her As i didn't know that
1: either i'm like okay so that's... that would
0: be she would be good to have she's heroic yeah. like she's good in in tough situations in danger yeah wow
1: so those are the people who are going to space or who would have gone to space Um,
0: Yeah, you know, it's funny, like, that list, it's interesting because it's not, like, there wasn't anybody on that list that um, I was like, oh, whoa, like, that's surprising, mm -hmm. you know? It was just like, okay, I could see that. Mm -hmm. Like, there's a logic to it.
1: Yeah, and then also, clearly, some of these people are just going because they have money. Right. Like, I mean, Katy Perry, what's her business going up to space? Other she than that, just to, that fireworks song, just other than just to take a selfie like next to, you know, a rocket or like a something like a galaxy background, like.
0: <laughs> I feel like another and I just thought of this right now. Another good celebrity that would would be good for this trip would mm-hmm. be Ellen.
1: Oh okay, yeah, I can see that. Because
0: Ellen. Um, just, like, her personality is just, like, so magnetic. and Yeah,
1: she would be so excited to go.
0: And she's popular with everybody. Like, uh-huh. she would bring everybody together. Yeah. Um, and, and,
1: what about Oprah?
0: Yeah, I think she would be great. Um, yeah, because I think, like, at the height of her show and, like, all the way up mm. until the end, um, just, like, she had a good way of handling, like, drama. And, like, and I think on a trip like this with all these celebrities, you kind of need somebody to, like, be, to, to handle everybody like that
1: yeah I think so. um should bring a little bit of like spiritual yeah um, guidance yeah to the it, flight as well I think I think you need that for sure um
0: um we have our list our dream team mm-hmm. but um yeah it'll be interesting to see how this plays out over the next couple of years it'll be exciting to see that first one um you know spacex they're they're gonna be launching their flights from uh from from this area. Mm-hmm. So that'll be cool. I wonder if we can go watch like the first one.
1: Oh, that'd be great. That'd I'm be sure amazing. they're, they're, they're going to have like, yeah. you know,
0: you can go to the SpaceX base or wherever. It was, I think they're... Is this Hawthorne. Hawthorne, so, California. Like,
1: that's probably where they're going to take off from. So the yeah. surrounding areas will probably have like a good seat, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'll well, be really cool.
1: Hopefully when this takes off like everybody goes up safely and comes back because that would be so awful if like something happened and it like blew up or like
0: yeah that would be terrible fire Uh or
1: that would be like the scariest thing ever to see
0: yeah i think that's a great that's a great point because um you know, if this if this turns out successful and it's something that people do all the time, mm-hmm. like it has to be safe and um, you know a big and a big tragic incident like that could really um, sour people on on doing that. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's expensive. It's this huge undertaking. It's taking years to develop and um, get everything prepared, and then like you know, if there's like the first or second one and it just like you know is a tragedy mm-hmm. like that, I think. I'm Um, sure
1: that they'll have, like, a bunch of, like, practice trials. Yeah, and that's what they're doing now. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's why they're testing testing and preparing um, just, like, rockets to see Uh if they can do that successfully. And, you know, that's why it was so huge this week um, or last week when um, they sent up a rocket and it came back down and it landed right where it took off. Like, Mm -hmm. just the fact that they can control that technology in such a way where they had never done that before Mm -hmm. and so that's pretty amazing that they were able to do that and so I think the hope is that it's going to get to a point where they can do a full mission and it comes back right where they want it to Mm -hmm. um and I think once they're able to do that like I think that would be um you know it'll it'll help people make it feel safe yeah you know because um you know you mentioned you're afraid of of flying Mm -hmm. but um people say that flying is so much safer than even, like, driving a car. Mm -hmm. Um, And and it's just something we don't think about. And I think it's because it is kind of scary. You're uh, you're up there in this big metal box flying in the sky. And you look out the window and it's just, like, air. And you're, like, thousands of feet up. Yeah. But the fact that they have it now where it's so safe and repeatable and, you know, very few incidents happen. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe a few a year where something happens to to a plane, but for the most part they're pretty safe. Yeah. Um but I think that's one thing people don't think about a lot is that um that that's so much safer than, you know, uh driving a car. But if they can get it to um to that level of safety, I think that'll be huge.
2: Yeah.
0: All right, so we talked about the Google Maps mm-hmm. for UFOs. Google Maps. We talked about um the next couple of years in terms of space and travel. Um, and then um maybe just try to, to wrap things up a little bit um just like favorite space movies or alien mm-hmm. movies i know there's there's quite a few out there but um you know if we have any of those
1: i really like et like E.T., i mean there's yeah. a lot of people who don't like et just basically who doesn't on... like et i think it's one of my friends doesn't like et oh my gosh and it's because the alien because et himself et is so cute how could you not like et yeah he can fly he can heal you like what's not to like about et yeah
0: <laughs> um i think of like independence day for some reason oh, i think that one was iconic. just such a like epic movie when yeah. it first came out and uh... it had a
1: good cast it was um it was action-packed it was entertaining yeah it was funny
0: yeah, that scene with um, when they're in that like room with... Um, was it President uh, Bill Pullman?
1: Yes, yeah, so the president and with the uh, guy in charge of Area 51. Oh, that's what we didn't talk about. We didn't talk about Area 51. Do you believe that Area 51 is a real place? Or um, if it is a real place, do you believe that that's what the government is keeping? Alien secrets?
0: I, I remember reading about it as a kid. And how that was just, like, this huge moment where people really started to, like, get into the, those conspiracy theories about UFOs. Uh-huh. I'm not sure if there's actually something there or if there's still, you know, discoveries that happened there at uh-huh. that site. I mean, I totally believe that um, it's possible, you know, there's, like, a military base or outpost there, maybe. And uh-huh. then that's probably likely. Um, but I think just in general, I totally think that we don't know everything or the government doesn't share everything with us. Um, I think that's just a fact because it's, it's not just in terms of like aliens or UFOs, but you know, the government has a lot of like classified information and some of it's just like mundane, nothing too interesting, but Mm -hmm. sometimes there's some interesting things out there. So I total, I totally think we don't know everything and we're not privy to all that information. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I mean, it's possible. Again, I think, you know, who knows? Mm -hmm. But I think, um, you know, a lot of people did, like that was their first um, interaction with, okay, like it's possible something crashed and like people saw things, you know, maybe the government came in and was like concerned that people would get scared or, Mm -hmm. you know, was trying to analyze it or research it. I think that's totally possible and a lot of people believe that but um yeah i don't think it was anything like in that movie In you know? <laughs> like in independence day they go to that area 51 and they discover you know an alien body and then they look at it mm-hmm. and then it attacks them i don't think that happened or anything no. like that happened but it was a good movie
1: yeah it was that alien was huge though i mean like the the way that they portrayed the aliens in that film They're huge.
0: Yeah. And wasn't it like they, it was like a big, huge like suit, and then it was like the alien was inside.
1: Yeah. So it was like a huge, you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of like a squid. Yeah. Like a squid type of a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Where it was just like a big, I don't even know if it was like a hard armor, but it was definitely like a tough.
2: Yeah.
0: It was like, it was like bulletproof, right? They would shoot at it and it wouldn't really do anything to them. Yeah.
1: Like everything that like they like threw at him just couldn't get through like not even like the spaceship like the spaceship had like like a force field around it like Mm -hmm. and they were just like super controlling so it was like interesting how they um how they portrayed their aliens in that movie i mean
0: yeah um i think that gets to like some mm -hmm. of the fears that people have about aliens Mm -hmm. and like why they're so scary to people um You know, obviously, people have, like, reported abduction experiences, which are very terrifying and invasive, and they're just horrific to read. Mm -hmm. Um, But just in general, I think what makes them scary is that the idea that they have this technology that's so advanced Mm -hmm. that we're not ready for it. Um, Like, in that movie, yeah, they, like, have these, like, bulletproof suits. Their ships are, like, um, resistant to... um, like our technology Mm -hmm. um, like I think they had to have like hackers like upload a virus or something oh that's right yeah Um, just the idea that they are so advanced and more advanced than we are Mm -hmm. and it's sort of like we're at their mercy like if they're gonna look kindly on us Mm -hmm. Um, because if you look at like human history um, you know advanced civilizations or people that have you know technology that's more sophisticated um they'll they'll abuse it and they'll hurt people Mm -hmm. that um that have been less fortunate in that in that regard um so i think that totally gets to that fear about Mm -hmm. ufos um but yeah i think that was an interesting portrayal and it did like really capture that um that issue and that dynamic about Mm -hmm. like if we do encounter something what that would look like um i think that's one of the one of the big fears about about aliens and why they're so mm-hmm. scary. You know, one more movie that I thought was really interesting. Um, did you see the movie Signs?
1: I did see the movie Signs, yeah. With
0: uh, Mel Gibson. And mm-hmm, yeah. What I thought was interesting about that was how the whole time, because you don't really see anything. Mm-hmm. And then um, at the end, you do kind of see what they look like. But just like that whole anticipation and build up, and you're wondering, like, are the kids making it up? Mm-hmm. Um, I think you're just, like, the idea that you're, like, second-guessing yourself. um, And you don't really believe it. And then all of a sudden, there's just, like, that final confrontation. Mm -hmm. And uh, was it the water? It was, like, water that killed them, right?
1: I think so, yeah.
0: And, um, yeah, I think it was just... um, That movie was almost, like, more, like... There's, like, a philosophy behind it, right? Mm -hmm. Um, The idea that something so simple and plentiful here... Um, was like their their weakness Um, and it was the kids that discovered that yeah Um, but that was an interesting movie you know it's one of those areas where you can use your imagination and any and every type of description and you know artistic rendering has been Mm -hmm. used Um, but they've all looked kind of different like E.T. doesn't look like you know, like a typical alien yeah. that you would kind of picture. Like when I when I think of an alien, I think of like green or like gray, the, green the big and the, eyes and the the, the head. big head, yeah, yeah. I mean that's like the the like
1: that's like the '90s stereotypical alien. <laughs> yeah. You know, the fashion alien,
0: right? Like the little the little green head. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, when I think of aliens, that's what I think of. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, like E. T. doesn't look like that. Mm-hmm. Um. And I think um, it's interesting that this is sort of, like, in the ether right now. Like, Mm -hmm. I see people with, like, NASA t-shirts everywhere.
1: Oh, yes. My favorite Um, singer always wears a NASA shirt. And he's, like, so obsessed with NASA. Like, it's amazing. He loves NASA.
0: I was going to say also, now that um, you mentioned the NASA shirt, Mm -hmm. um, Tom Delong from Blink-182 is a big... um, like alien person like way into aliens um and he's kind of out there now like really yeah um and he has several books about his ideas and encounters and stories and apparently he's like doing research and he claims to have um like inside information like secret government information about aliens and ufos and, and that technology yeah he's like really into it and um I don't know how much I believe about what he says. Um, Some of his claims are pretty. um, Where
1: does he like? Pretty out there. Does he have like a, like a show or a podcast or something that we can like listen to?
0: He's done a few um, interviews with um, like Joe Rogan, um, a few others. You can find him on online. Okay. And. um,
1: Because I need to hear this for myself.
0: Yeah, I think it would be interesting to to talk to him Mm -hmm. for sure. Um, so yeah, if I had to assemble my team, I think I would reser- reserve a seat for him, mm-hmm. but I would be skeptical about some of the stuff that he says. Mm-hmm. I'd be politely skeptical. Mm-hmm. I do want to read his books. I know he has a few books out mm-hmm. and, um, but yeah, he's, he's pretty into that stuff. As I had well. no idea.
1: Yeah. The more, you know, for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, if you're going to take Tom DeLong, I'm going to take Dan Smith from Bestial, because he's... Okay. Obsessed with you're NASA. a big Bastille. I'm fan. a big Bastille fan. He's like
0: I like I, I like their music a lot.
1: Yeah, he's like my number one. Like, marry me, Dan. I love you. <laughs> um, yeah, but he really is into NASA, mm-hmm. and like I think they visited. I think the band went to like JPL, and I think for or,
0: that's in um Pasadena, right? In
1: Pasadena, and the other one that's in Florida. I think they went there too. I think they went to both. Um, was it one in Florida? They, they uh, always do the launches from there. Cape Canaveral. I think they went to Cape Canaveral, and I think they, they got, like, tours and stuff like that. So ever since then, just obsessed with it. Like, he had a post the other day, happy birthday, NASA. Wow. Like, you know. So I would take him because, I mean, he probably would love to go to space. Like, that would be amazing. Yeah. So, um, yeah.
0: Um... Yeah, that's so cool whenever I hear about, um, you know, celebrities in particular, but just like anybody that takes an interest in space and, you know, technology and flight. um, Because it really is a cool subject to kind of study. And now that it's sort of picking up again and people are talking about it, um, I think it's just a good thing. Uh Because I remember when like they shut down NASA, there was like no more public funding for it. I think a lot of people were surprised yeah. and disappointed um, because when NASA started, you know, the whole space race with, um, you know, trying to get to the moon, um, you know, it was very much about like the U.S., you know, uh, seeking and striving to be the best mm-hmm. in that regard. Um, and then they reached the moon and then it kind of just like, you know, it didn't take as top priority yeah. as it was. I think there was just sort of this sense of like, okay, we accomplished this thing. um, And that was sort of like, that's good enough. Mm -hmm. And they kind of did research and they said satellites and they do some sort of, um, you know, there were some developments, but it really hasn't been that big. And now that's sort of picking up again. um, And this time with like private companies and like commercial flights. um, You know, I don't think it's accessible yet to like the everyday person. Mm -hmm. But the fact that people are interested in it um hopefully the more they do it uh the price of you know potentially going to the moon or mm-hmm. even just out of orbit um you know i'd imagine the more that they do it, it the price would come down a little bit and maybe yeah. maybe it would be available for you know the uh the regular wealthy people yeah but um yeah we'll see what happens with that and i'm really mm-hmm. excited but um yeah, any like final thoughts as we kind of wrap things up for today's topic?
1: You know, what what does that eventually mean for us? Like, you know, could we ever live somewhere else other than Earth? Like, you always wonder and think, you know.
0: Right. Yeah, I think um just sort of like some parting thoughts. Um I think that's, you know, that's great that you bring up like what does that mean for us because mm-hmm. I think um you know, one thing that whenever I think about space and how, just like how big it is and how vast it is, you can kind—it of, kind of takes you out of like, you know, your daily worries or like things that are happening in your life that you think are kind of, um, you know, good, bad. Um, you know, we get so wrapped up with things that are going on here, and then when you think about, you know, the Earth, the solar system, galaxy, the whole universe, um, it kind of makes it. Um, you know, seem a little bit smaller and more, you know, manageable. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just the fact that we've only scratched the surface on um, what we've experienced um, in the universe Mm -hmm. is so cool. But yeah, that's just sort of my take on that. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. Uh, We hope you enjoyed this episode. And, you know, if you have any thoughts about what we talked about today. Aliens, UFOs, you know, have you seen anything? Um, Have you checked out that Google Maps for UFOs? Um, That's available on MUFON's website. So that's M-U-F-O-N. And you can just Google them and bring up their website and you'll be able to see that. Type in your address, your city, and see what's in your area. And um, also, you know, reach out to us on social media, leave us an email.
1: Who would you want to be or sit, sitting next to on your flight? Would you want to go on this flight?
0: Yeah. Yeah, we talked about our dream team. Mm-hmm. What's what sort of your dream team of um, you know, maybe five or six you know, people that you wouldn't mind sitting next to on a big, long flight like that? Well, thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week.
1: All right. Thanks, guys.
0: Bye.